Good evening, guys. A very beautiful new month to you. This is April already. Can you imagine? The year is going like faster than we expected. But then Thursday is beautiful tonight. You're going to have an amazing time on the show today. Welcome. It's Big Dot O'Clock, guys. I am your host, Cherish, with a double R. Today we have amazing stuff in store for you. This is the April Fool month. But then, luckily for me, I have not been pranked yet. I think I guess people are just getting too serious or maybe too many things are just happening. People don't have time to prank anybody anymore. And I just they shy, they wait. Okay, so guys, we're going to go on a short break. My guest is already in the studio. And when we return, we're going to be hearing it from our super amazing guest. For the music break, we're going to be playing Beautifully by Fave. Do enjoy. The Big Dot Show. Welcome back, guys. I hope you enjoyed the song Beautifully by Fave. This is a beautiful evening. Thursday. Hooray. So, here with me in the studio is Miracle Franz. I'm going to do a brief introduction of him and you hear it from him yourself. Okay, so Miracle Franz is a seasoned visual content creator and storyteller, a passionate and dedicated professional skilled in public speaking, communication, social development, marketing, and the arts. A graduate of computer science from the University of Calabar, Miracle, who served as the former media director of Street Priests, is a, is a change maker with a history of excellence and impact. Please do give it up for Miracle Franz. You're welcome to the show, Miracle. Thank you for having me cherish <laughs> that was quite the read <laughs> are you serious yeah 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 like i didn't even know i had all of that <laughs> <laughs> okay first of all happy new month to you happy new month to you it's too. good to have you on the show isn't it? i could say the same so let me just say this i love your name miracle yes i do why tell me is there any story surrounding it uh oh now i think of it yes um but that wasn't my name when i was born though but like I don't know. I don't get okay. to share that Okay. Oh, part, wow. <laughs> yeah, but then um, my when my mom gave birth to me, there was the, um, I think for about like three minutes or so, I wasn't um, alive. Wow. Basically. Yeah. So you're and a so, miracle child. I guess so. Oh, welcome, miracle. Thank you. So we're just going to be going straight into business. I'm going to be asking you, you're coming here representing street priests? Yes, I am. Okay, but then I have like so much interest in you as a person and then we talk about street priests. No problem. Right, so let, just, I know I did a brief introduction, but tell us more about you and just a bit about street priests. Um... Okay, where do I begin? My name is Miracle Franz. Um, um, like you said, I'm a content creator. I've been creating content for the past um, five years plus now, basically revolving around photography, um, um, creative writing, and the arts. Okay. Um, I'm the first son, basically, of my family. Wow. I mean, that's like valid information right well. now. <laughs> yeah, um, and then also, what else about me? I love music. Okay. Um, I don't have a favorite artist, basically, but I think my go-to artist would be Burner Boy. Uh, thank God it's not David Doe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It will be Burner Boy. Okay. But like for like African like music, basically. But then if we're talking about like the entire world, I think it would be J. Cole. It speaks to my conscious mind. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. So I can okay. say, yeah, for, for like that's what I can say for myself. But then for Street Priest, yeah. um, Street Priest is a youth-led, non-governmental organization basically okay. that was founded in the year um, 2014 November 2014 to be okay. precise by Mr. James Okina um, 
he had a troubled childhood and turned to gang for a sense of belonging um you know shoplifting and all of that kind of stuff but he was able to find his way and um, forge a new path for himself for like from well-meaning individuals so he felt the need to do something about it basically not just relying on the government or the churches or big corporations out there literally and so the funny story of how the name street priest came about was he decided to be the priest on the streets basically looking out for the young ones who can't look out for themselves and then imagine him doing that and he was just 15 at the time wow so basically i think one of the articles that published it then said a child taking care of children so it was like really funny so yeah that's how the name street priest came about yeah wow that's beautiful because i know the first time i think i heard about street priest like two years ago and i have so many friends of some friends who are volunteers at okay. street priest okay. and i I just meet them and they're like, oh, we're going for a meeting, street priest. And I'm like, oh, first of all, I love the name, like street priest. Yeah. So I know that it definitely has something to do with people on the street. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. it was children or, but then that's okay. So yes. now Miracle, just tell us just um, more about yourself. Let's talk about how you balance your life. Now, um, in your bio, we read that you're in, you have... You know, you're into content creation, public speaking, um, uh, communication, social development, marketing, the arts, and you so many other things yeah. that you do not put <laughs> Okay, exactly. so how do you get to balance your life? You know, it's, it's one thing to say all these things, and it's one thing to actually live through all of them. So, um, I think I'm not about to, like, put up some cool thing by saying, I mean, it's not easy and all of that yeah. kind of stuff, right? We all know that. And as young people, we've struggled with a lot of things. I mean, even in the present um, condition we live in in the country. But I think one of the things that keeps me going, basically, is the fact that life would always be a learning process for me. Yeah. Right? You never have everything completely figured out. Okay. It's just when you try one thing, you just see to it that you keep trying. Yeah. I feel like most times, like even at Street Priest, I'm giving a tax and then you see me fidgeting and I'm scared because this is a new part for me. I've never... At Street yeah. Priest, like, there's no, um, what's it called? There's no lay down rule. Yeah. There's no, nothing giving you like an idea that, oh, this is how it should be done. You're literally going for it from the scratch. Like, you're birthing the creative process. So for me, I think it's all about the fact that life is a learning process yeah. and I will keep trying. I live by a simple principle. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Right now, right. I'm not in my comfort zone, okay. basically. So you're, it's not you're a You're in the studio. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Well, physically, I'm in the studio, yeah. Okay, okay that's beautiful. So now I'm, I'm going to ask you a question about your growth process. Okay. So everybody grows. Those who are doing making significant impact All in right. their little spaces, you know, on a global scale, local scale. How's your growth process been like? And what have been the challenges so far? Um definitely it's not been easy um i remember when i started um when i joined the organization five years ago okay it was uh, basically i started out as the lead photographer for the organization all i was just about taking pictures yeah. and all of that documenting their moment but then i showed um um, I showed prominence. I showed okay. um, what's the word to use? Value and so much talent. And I was entrusted with like tasks and putting leadership positions. And I'll tell you one thing. Uh, at first, I wasn't good at it. I'm still not good at it. You know, being a leader because you're not just about giving orders and like, oh, do this, do this. You have to be there with them yeah. to guide them. And for someone who 
didn't have like any backup lesson i had to learn the hard way and it's not been easy like i said like i've made mistakes and failed but the fact is i don't give up i just keep showing up yeah to the task and that's just it and that's that's just how it's been for me growing basically and accomplishing every single thing that has come my way and the challenge is i've been faced with a lot of things i mean being a young person you've had to struggle with making societal changes and then fending for yourself yeah (laughs) you know you don't get it like it's not easy but then what can i say i have to do it i'm not about living a flamboyant life if that's the word um it's about simple lifestyle for me basically as far as i can put food on my table and then be able to take care of another person as well i'm good wow that's that's amazing thank you because you you made mention of you know changing or making impact in society and also fending for yourself and especially as a young man i'm not a man but then i speak for the men when i say it's not easy like right now in nigeria especially you know trying to do something legit okay something that's not against the codes and then um also fending for yourself making legit money my dear kudos to you <laughs> but i think we're all doing an amazing job i mean both genders there are women out there that are striving of course stuff. we are doing uh, okay can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> all right all right <laughs> okay no problem. So, um um in your bio i yeah. i read that um your role as of before you were the media director yes in street press so what is your role presently in street press um uh, so funny story it's called the chief storyteller because it encompasses both content creation aspect and then the advocacy aspect of the organization, right? Um, But then yesterday, we had an orientation for, like, new volunteers, and I was given the nickname Chief Aproko. I hope that doesn't (laughs) stick. I hope that doesn't stick. But, like, basically involves, yeah, that's just it, Chief Storyteller. Chief Storyteller. Yeah, you need me to throw more light on what it's about. Please do. Okay, um... So, apart from creating, like, you know, visual contents for the organization, pictures, documentaries, videos, short clips, short stories, and all of that, um, our work is not being heard of. The, um, not just our work, the challenges of these children on the streets are not being heard of. We know that people do a lot of backlashing and, you know, term them all sorts of things. Yesterday, we had a Twitter space episode and it was about stigmatization of these children. Every day you hear that they're branded thieves, witches, they're being driven out of their homes and all of that kind of stuff. But that's just one side of the story. There are other aspects of these children that are not being shared. And that's what we're trying to do. That's Um. what the chief storytelling um, platform is all about, basically. Are you a fan of Chimamanda Adichie? A huge fan, please. Okay, so on one of her <laughs> TED Talks, okay. she had um, a saying, said, um, tell a story um, of, a peop- of a person and a group of people. Tell one story of a person and a group of people from a place of authority over a period of time and it becomes the definitive story of that person. That's true. Right? So you grew up hearing that Igbo people love money. But that's not the only story about Igbo people. Yeah. yeah. You you grew up hearing that Yoruba people are dirty. <laughs> and that's not the only story about Yoruba people. I grew up that's like true. hearing that. And I grew up in Lagos as well. Okay. And all of that kind of stuff, right? But then there are other beautiful stories about um, Igbo people. They are industrious. There are beautiful stories about Yoruba people. They are knowledgeable. They yeah. are intellectual. All really of that smart. kind of stuff. So these children go beyond just the... Are they capable of doing negative stuff? Yes, they are. Just like every other person in the world right yeah. but like we shouldn't subject the society to just branding them thieves and all sorts of names they have like other aspects of them that are beautiful these children are one of like nicest people in the world you meet 
one time we have a community center one time um it was raining heavily yeah. and some of these children are like back to school beneficiaries of the organization and so they come to the center to like dress up and then go to school and then they keep most of their stuff at the center okay. so they made it to the center as early as seven eight but i think they didn't go to school one of them didn't go to school that day his name is abu bay and a child came in another child who's not a back to school beneficiary a uh, younger child than abu bay but this child was drenched like he was soaked from the rain and immediately we saw this child without anybody telling him like any volunteer he ran upstairs to where his clothes were packed and brought out some dry clothes of his Aww. walked up to the child took off the child's dry cl- um, wet clothes and cleaned the child up and then dressed the child in the dry clothes and kept him in the corner where he could like be warmed up and stuff wow. nobody told him to do that but, right this yeah. is the same child that i'm guessing on the street has been called a thief but then this is a thief showing in quote a thief showing someone else kindness so that's just what I can say. So that's what storytelling is about, the Chief Storyteller platform. We're trying to advocate for the challenges of these children and also the efforts of the organization to make it a better place for them. You're doing such an amazing job. Goose bombs on my body. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so can I ask, are you guys still recruiting Chief Storytellers? Ah, yes. I want yes. to be a <laughs> Yes, we are recruiting. Um, we don't call our volunteers volunteers. They're called revolutionaries because... They're doing please, amazing. I'm work. joining street priests. I beg. I know the revolutionaries. Yes, please, revolutionaries. Because it takes a lot. People think it's just about yeah. donating money, but the fact that as a young person you do not have your life figured out, but you're trying your possible best to see that life is more comfortable for someone else. Oh, it's a beautiful. Yeah. So thing. we're recruiting, and every single person is a storyteller. Mm, so I'm a storyteller. Yes, you Did are. Did you hear that? Yes, you are. <laughs> okay. So um, let me ask. Okay. Though in our conversation we have, I've I've heard in the process of our conversation that street peace has actually impacted your lives in so many ways. Yes, so many. You ways. haven't said it literally, but then I I can see in the passion. True. So just tell us now, um, literally, how has street peace been of great impact to your life? Hmm. If I start listing, I, I think, think it would end. <laughs> No, I'm trying to see how I can put it together. Okay. But basically, um, my life has changed drastically. I'm not the same person. It's been like steady growth ever since. Yeah. I've been I'm, like, I'm a better person than I used to be. I'm a better leader, um, a better content creator, a better individual, basically. Um, I, it has improved my work ethics because as street priest, you're, you're demanded to put in 110%, basically. So yeah, I've been able to like increase my innovative skills, okay. my creative skills, my leadership skills, work ethics, basically all of that. I'm a more compassionate, more kind person now. Yeah. I would say that, yeah. Were you kind to me? To you? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> like a little bit, I <laughs> okay, think so. That, that is amazing. Honestly, yeah. Street Priest is doing really great work. You know, I was at the annual um, awards ceremony. Oh, you were? Yeah, earlier. So I... I've admired from a distance. Okay. Right? I've admired from a distance and I look forward to actually being involved in, in partnership, you know, letting the world know that you guys are actually doing something really amazing and as much as possible, those who can support financially, you know, um, time-wise, materially, 
Thank you so much, Miracle fans. Thank you so much, Street Priests. You guys are really amazing. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So you're the one who was shouting for that day, I'll be chief storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it came from the points that um, chief storyteller is a position on at the, the admin level. Okay. Right. But then I started as like a normal revolutionary volunteer. So you're yeah, a big boy now in street streets. Yeah, I guess so everyone was proud of the fact that like I rose up among the ranks. Thank God, I, I have connection with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for so having me. This brings us to the end of the interview segment. It's been amazing. Okay, guys. So we're gonna go on a music break. We're playing "Pour Me Water" by Keys Daniel. When we return, it's going to be fun, fun, fun. Talk, talk, talk. Thank you. The Big Dot Show. Okay, guys, welcome back to the show. That was Pommy Water by Kids Daniel. And now we're into the fun, 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 talk, talk, talk part of the show. Mm-hmm. And with me in the studio is an amazing lady. Um, I, you know, I'm just meeting her. Like, I'm just seeing her today. And God, she's hot. Thank God this is radio. She will not see you. But then... You guys. So, um, with me in the studio is Chi of Nat. She's going to be my co-host for today. She's a writer. She promotes Ninja Pigeon. She's also a poet. Chi of Nat is so many things. But also, she's my co-host. So, guys, make welcome Chi of Nat. Mm-hmm. Welcome, my love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, I'm feeling very flight. Like, the whole world is standing up. <laughs> Please. The whole world is standing up. That means, like, you guys in your houses, just help us stand up just for stand. Our, just, just stand. <laughs> okay, guys. So today, do I call you Chi of Nat? Or should I say Chi? Chi? No, don't do Chi. Chi is very regular. Very regular, mm. B. Please, you don't do regular hair. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> okay, Chi of Nat. So we're going to be talking about, um, well, today, did I say love talk? It has to do with ceremonies. So, first of all, we're going to be addressing um, loud engagements versus quiet engagements. So, which do you think is better? Uh, loud? Low-key, high-key, loud, quiet. I mean, because honestly, there are varying opinions on course, this. Yeah. You know, people have their preferences. And then um, along the line, I think... A lot of things have shifted. For instance, if you um, on social media, you can see maybe somebody having a loud engagement, and then along the line, maybe the thing doesn't work out. I'm like, ah, please do. I don't want to have my engagement should not be loud, so that all my just haters, in case, yeah. just thinking village people will not, you know, put sunshine in my gallery. So, what do you have to say about that? Like you said, it all, it all boils down to preference and seeing how the society is wired with lots of people wanting to be out there, wanting to show themselves out there, wanting to be making people know, oh, this is what I am, this is the person yeah. I'm seeing, this is where I am headed. Yeah. They tend to want to make everybody, every move I make, let people know, no. let my fans know, let my haters know, yeah. you know, haters gonna hate. So because you need to prove a point, you need to show people that, yes, after all said and done, you need to prove to an ex and egg. That that's true you made it that you moved on that you found someone better yeah you now have to do a lot even if you can't afford it you see people going to the point where they get engagement ring for themselves so yeah because yeah. why you want to pepper pepper who? them <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't just make sense to me I mean but then it boils down again to choice it boils down to preference individual differences 
are you a calm person? I noticed that most people who love having their relationships off social media, okay, they like having loud engagements or loud weddings. But those who love to have their things, ah, if we are going to Cold Stone to get ice cream, let them know. Okay. Please, this video, please post for this video, post for this picture. They want people to know every time, ah, I'm in a very happy relationship. Yeah. We are not hitting the rocks anytime soon. Yeah. We're in a good place, you know. So it's like, because we have to show them that we are happy, let's show them. And you have to let's keep up yeah, with that we have to go You have to keep yards. up with that fire. <laughs> yeah. And so when the engagement time comes, it's like, hey, it has to be the bomb, you know. It has to meet the standard. Yeah, it has to be like that. So okay. that's how it is. Okay, so what we are trying to say is that it's it all boils down to um, from the relationship, right? So it starts from if the relationship is a low key, low key quiet, off social media kind of yeah. But oftentimes, too, there are people who like their relationships low key. But then when it's time for marriage, yeah, make it very make loud. It loud. You hear them say, "Keep it low until it is permanent." And so you see them when it's just a relationship, when you're just asking me out, ah, let's hide, or let's not tell people, let's act like bro and sis, you know. Yeah. Let's not let them know. But then, after the whole bro code mm. and all of that is over, we now see them shock us. Those are the people who surprise us. Yeah, and, and I think like, that is, that is. When you people even <laughs> sing, what's this? But don't you think it's better that people are surprised than we, we are keeping tabs on? Mm. Because, you know, in keeping tabs, that's why I, I really. I fear for celebrities because okay. people keeping tabs on maybe your relationship, your, relationship your marriage. Where it's going. We know, you know, somebody said on, I was watching this um, show on African Magic Family and then she said, you bring up your everything to social media. We're going to, we know how it began. We're going to help you to scatter exactly. it. So you get. Now you're making me remember to Baba and Annie Dibia. Okay. You're making me, me remember... Cora Obidi yeah. and her husband, Dr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jane. So it's all making us understand. And it's making me remember the likes of Messi Johnson and then Genevieve Naji or Rita Dominic, people yeah. we don't even know what's happening yeah. to them offline. And then there are those we know. I like Cora now. If Cora is drinking water, ah, we, she, know. we know. <laughs> if the video is just flying a jet now, we know. Yeah. But it's like, because we are putting this thing out there, we have to keep tabs on you. We have to know when you're succeeding or not. Yeah. And that's why I even think when your life is so out there, you put yourself under unnecessary pressure. It's like the whole world is watching. So you have to keep that's acting. True. You have to keep moving. That's true. And it's like you have to be perfect. Because if you're not, there are thousands of people watching <laughs> your steps. So I, I don't know why we do this. Let me now ask you, do you like a quiet engagement or a loud one. See, I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> you look like somebody who like a very loud one. You want Jesus to show Christ. your hits. My no, hits no, no. Are, Oh, God. This is... You know, that wicked ex, like, yeah, I made it. You said I wouldn't find anybody better, but yeah, I found I found guy, somebody yeah, better. So. Okay, so um, for me, I don't, I don't like loud, actually. Maybe mid-loud, not loud, mm. not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are those people too. Abi, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't like loud. Just can you just invite family and friends? Egg. Let's be fine. Okay, so I think I'm in the middle. So let's not be too quiet. I think you can't. I don't think at this point there. Uh, I don't think my engagement to be too quiet but then okay i'm in the middle pepe so them no no pepe them pepe. or inspire them <laughs> okay so i think for me i want what i like is not too quiet but definitely not loud so i love that okay in my engagement people i care about my family 
my close circle of friends, you know, colleagues maybe are around and then just when there's this beautiful and you're like, yes, oh, yes, yes. And then Daffy cry. I, I no, please don't. Like, what's that cry for? But then, uh, are you not expecting to be engaged with somebody who says he loves you for how many years? For somebody God's said, sake? somebody said that she thought she'd be able to handle it until she was engaged and then she didn't even know when she started crying. crying and I think, I think sometimes just, it quite looks like, I don't deserve this man. God, what is this? I don't deserve which man. <laughs> That's okay. what the cry looks to me sometimes. I'm okay. Like, Sister, calm, calm down. down. It's just a ring. Okay, calm down. okay. Since you're speaking in this manner, let's hear from you. Ah, would you ah, would you ah, like quiet ah. engagements or loud, like over I like a very quiet engagement. Take me to the beach, but my wedding strictly on Ivy. Maybe fifty percent. Can you imagine? Yeah. This lady is not joking. <laughs> But very, ah, I mean, it's you and I. Yeah. You're letting me know if I want to be doing with you, if I want to stay with you. Okay. Yeah. So let it just be me and you. Why inviting my father and my mother? Were they there when you toasted me, when you asked me out? <laughs> but why do yes, we can say yes, so let's invite family. But you know the typical Nigerian Owan bear now. You say you want 50 persons, and then your mother knows uh, Does, she's in the CWO, yeah. she knows 10,000 people. Ah, and mostly. Nigerian parents or African parents decide how the marriage goes, but Truly. I think I'm now a strong head. I won't let that happen. Okay. It's my marriage, please. Okay. Okay, <laughs> so speaking about weddings, let's talk about um, Nigerian weddings. So mm-hmm. we grew up um, seeing... Uh, okay, I grew up... Everybody in Nigeria grew up seeing weddings happening on, on Saturdays. Saturday only. So... Saturdays are for weddings. In fact, that caption is not like legit. So Saturdays, Saturdays are for wedding weddings. Days. But now, especially after COVID, a lot of ha- weddings started happening. Like, in fact, we even have weddings on Mondays, Tuesdays, and on Wednesdays. I'm like, where is this? How? Like, there's some off days of the week for me. Like, like Monday. Like Monday. Like Monday. Why Monday? So let's talk about weekdays versus weekends. Nigerian weddings. Which do? You, which, which is preferable? You know. People who like noise, people who like their things loud, will go for Saturday. Like you now, the way I'm seeing you. Uh-uh. <laughs> this girl is attacking me. Please, I need help. <laughs> you go for Saturday. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But for me... You go for Monday. You <laughs> didn't <laughs> let me land. Monday or Tuesday. Please, go to your work. Just go. You can send your love. We'll receive it. But go to your work. That's I love unfair. that plenty noise. And you hey, don't want us to eat rice. Rice, give me rice. I never chop meat, you know. <laughs> when I never give me drink. <laughs> and then the whole saliva is bored. Oh. <laughs> okay. But then, um, I feel like days of the week, does yes, it even things matter? are changing. But yes, that's another matter? question. Does it even matter? Um, Depending on the person. Now, everybody has their likes, their dislikes, their preferences. Mm. But I, for me, I feel like there are days of the week that I can cope with. If I hear that a wedding is happening on Friday, I'm like, okay, that's like close to weekend. weekend. So why not? Right? Wedding is celebration of love. So please, I don't know why you want to do a wedding on so Monday. Like, like so I, I want I, to... I, 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 want to done, I go back to work on Tuesday. How would you go back? Okay, <laughs> okay. now let's talk about this. We do Thanksgiving, eh? After Nigerian wedding... Ah, church wedding traditional wedding introduction uh-huh. oh god after party reception um, after party family ah. thanksgiving ah god no Nigeria okay weddings. let's talk about church thanksgiving now mm. so after you do your wedding oh, on my. saturday 
on Saturday. You thank God. Uh, you go to church on, on Sunday. Sunday. Now, if you do your wedding on Monday, please, uh, when are you going to church? Then? I don't understand. Is it Thanksgiving? Are we supposed to have a pastor to thank God? I can't thank my God personally now. <laughs> Wait, do I need a pastor to say, ah, I appreciate you, sir, and for now, um, your support. Completely I seal the marriage now. and, you know, all those this things. Is, if, if it is very necessary, I send you an email appreciating the church. She's sending an email in Nigeria. <laughs> Please, mommy, where are you? Two of Nat's mom. Can you imagine? But then I'm thinking, okay, let's talk about... Now, the people who get married on Sundays, even. Yeah, so when do they do their Thanksgiving? When do they do their next Thanksgiving? Sunday. Is it, is it Monday? I'll be so- I think the next Sunday. So when are you going to travel like, for honeymoon? I don't understand. No, no, because things are... Just turning around and turning around <laughs> and heading nowhere. See, this is the arrangement. Wedding. Thanksgiving. After that, after then you appreciate family. You've not even spoken about that one. It depends after on that church mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. You still call family members and appreciate. Ah, Mazio Keke, thank you, sir. Mazio Keke, is you that is you that's calling that Mazio? Thank you so much for your support. Ah, this one. Thank you for the suit. Thank you for giving me a bag of Gary. That's after church Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. You still have to like have to do some everyone. kind of appreciation and for your family. You still have to appreciate friends again. Friends. Uh, the ones who well, travel down the way. She have not, I do not know this one, no. <laughs> the ones who bought Ashevi. Yeah. You have to. So in Nigerian wedding, you need like two weeks to appreciate everybody. First, first. Um, Otherwise, you'll be in the bad books of people. Ah, that's that true. After we married, showed up, you, she could not even say thank you. Could not. Stop. And then you know that they, now they create groups for like Ashwabi. So you're supposed to uh, go there and like appreciate everybody. everybody. And then if you now forget. To appreciate. She's not you know, today, thank appreciate you. everybody. Though. She expected to thank one person. One, yeah, each of them. That's true. I did not message me personally. I sent on the group. Now I'm like, ah. So, are you saying that what I did? Are you, are you trying to say you're you giving us general, general appreciation? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think this this goes even worse for people who who want loud weddings because you know that loud weddings there's a lot come of lots of things. A lot they can even things. be two sets of ashwabi. I'm now confused at which so one four, is the ashwabi. Wow, what's all that plenty crowd for? I mean. But then it's it's very true but it's when it's beautiful when then it's beautiful, it's beautiful because that's what makes us. One thing I am against is in all of this, in all that spending, all of that ashebi. I hope you're not doing it on debt because if you're owing to carry out this very loud wedding, yeah. you will cry. You wedding is not that day. The wedding is just a day. Yeah, the, the marriage, marriage starts. Is- the rest of the time you're staying with that person. Yeah, and, and then so, the whole world is gone, like, honestly. And you have your debts to pay. That's true. So you don't have to impress anybody. If your money does not carry you to have a very large, please, by all means, do like me. Yeah. Invite 10 people. Do like she will do. She has not done yet. Please. And we never like- can. I may change my mind. I might go and jump. I say, no, 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 no. The president has to come, you know, on a big shot. <laughs> but she for now, do like I will do. If yeah. you don't have money, I mean, during COVID, we saw a lot of people getting married and they just had husband, wife, family. Family. And it was And nothing spoiled. Nothing spoiled. But I think it's just the tradition of us, you know, seeing... Getting used to Yeah, a lot getting of used to and, too much. And food is never enough. Never. No matter how many bags of never. rice, the kind of foods you cook, the liquids, I think it's it, never it, enough. Maybe because we just have people that are never insatiable. Like, they are just not insatiable. Mm. They, they want... Ah, oh God. Let's not even go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reasoning. <laughs> I'm 
these rich, like loud weddings that they they obviously had the money they comfortably spent. Dude. But then you just see people still complaining. complaining. Like, why are you complaining? I am here to find a wedding or a marriage where people never complain. Ah, that one. We just pack gifts, go give up for nothing. No. <laughs> Did you go to celebrate or did you go? And this person has eaten. Yeah, yeah. But because they just want to have dirt on you, they just lie. Well, um, I think one of my friends said once, he said um, Nigerian weddings are over, is it overrated? But he said something about it being just too much. Like the whole, you know, when they say we got the white wedding concept from the West. Right, yeah. But then we, we're not overdoing it. We're doing it more than they are. Like, honestly. Extra. (laughs) Sometimes, my father would say, the gown that that lady wore, she could not even go close to her husband. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) let's not even talk about gowns because... uh, she, some things can never be spoken. Something just let them slide. Be, let's just leave some things instead of. So I hope have well, we finished everything. Can we talk about this Ashebi people? Ashebi because people. you find somebody getting married and then you know that the friends you have cannot afford Ashebi for twenty five k, but you tell them, Ah, my Ashebi, if you really love me, it's eighty seven thousand naira. You have to pay. Yeah. Oh, okay, three hundred k. You have to pay. And then you become a bad friend if you can't afford it. It's like, okay, so you didn't turn up for my wedding no. because are you even a friend? Before you know, you see status flying around. Bad friends will always be bad friends. Bad energy will always be away. <laughs> potatoes gone potatoes, you know. <laughs> and with all of those things, it's part of the wedding thing. That's why I think yeah. you talk about it. I should so, be or not. Well, I should. Do you even think, is it important, is it necessary to have a wedding? It's not necessary. Ten thousand people you don't know their backgrounds coming. It's to not dance. necessary. And you know the okay, I I, I attended a wedding once. Mm. Two young people. Now why I'm speaking about young people is because there's so much pressure. If you're a young person, if you want to marry early, I think this is even for you because why why do you want to pressure yourself so much to meet so many people's expectations? So you want to do a sure B. There's bridal train. There's still a sure B. Uh, uh, there's still family a sure uh, uh, B. There's now men on Agbada. Um, men on sweet, sweet girls. Girls, ladies on purple. Ladies on pink. Ladies on <laughs> what is going on? What what is balloon this? girls? Balloon oh Jesus, balloon girls. <laughs> And then you carry people's children that will cry the rest, the whole of your wedding. Like, what is it? it Especially for young people. If you're going, if you're starting out early, I don't think, really, I don't think this is really necessary. What's that for? What's it for? Ashwabi is not really necessary. It's not necessary. But if you must have, you want your friends around you, then have like five. How many friends can a person have? Do you have 50,000 friends? Oh, 100,000. Please. Pass the whole world to come and dance and... What are you now saying? And then you see some crazy things. I saw a video where... The chief bridesmaid was rocking somebody's husband. Are you serious? Ashebi, trained girl, chief bridesmaid, because they dragged you. So you don't even know, you don't even screen your friends, yeah. you don't scrutinize them, you don't know who is who. You're packing everybody and then You're packing somebody everybody and is coming to dance like a mad woman. I saw a video recently, I think last month, of this. Ashwabi girls, because they were on Gili. For me, anybody I see on Gili is uh, on Ashwabi. uniform is Ashwabi. And they can see And they were dancing like crazy. Yes, it's not bad that you have friends that can dance, but please, you're a lady, first of all. Why are you dancing? Woman of like class. Why are you, you dancing like your, I know. It's okay if you lost your home training, but did you also lose your sense? Okay. Because why would you be dancing like. 
as if you were dancing crazy. <laughs> and I and my friend were like, okay, we get the part that your friends are supposed to dance, but what is this? This is overboard, honestly. So a shwebi, in my opinion, is not necessary, even though I'm going to have a shwebi in my wedding. Yeah, but it's not, it's not necessary. Close, close people. Close people. And people go to the lens of getting people they do not know, strange people. They just go to their yeah. classroom. Ah, please, I'm getting married on 14th of February. Oh, you see any fine girl? You just uh, want that to be, yeah. to be your shwebi? Please, 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 join my shwebi. Eh, shwebi is 85k. So anybody who can pay. <laughs> that's not, we that's take a not, lot of chances. Uh, we do. We do and put so much pressure on, on ourselves. ourselves. Unnecessarily. And then somebody that's not supposed to get have problem with you is quarreling. Have you making me buy a share of 87,000? You can never come and say thank you. Uh-huh. Do we pluck <laughs> money from the tree? <laughs> <laughs> they forget that when you're planning a marriage, your wedding, there's so much pressure on you. So much. You're not seeing anybody at that point. Yeah. All you're seeing is that day, let it just be successful. Well, I think this is all we can take for now. So, um, our point is for the loud engagements, quiet engagement, depending on your person, and then your motive behind mm-hmm. your ceremony. Do you want to pepper, pepper them? them? Do you want to oppress us? Or it's just who you are. You yeah, just like just the world to share yeah. your happiness because that's important. That's important. So, if it's that, then right. why not? You could have your loud engagement on on the sea but if you want to beach. pepper your eggs better retrace that step because he, because he'll pepper you things can go south though <laughs> you just said your ex mm. will come for you <laughs> oh, now I now you're reminding me of Tonto DK okay Tonto DK now Tonto uh, Tonto and Popo Giri Tonto DK she wasn't even engaged but we saw this man and it was like marriage was already happening yeah. and before you know, started calling herself Mrs. Oh Mrs. This Girls be coming down. Actually. Coming down, please. Okay, so um even for the weddings, weekdays, weekends, anyone that works best for you, but please don't pick a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. Wednesday, we still have midweek service in church. Don't ever, <laughs> don't ever. I don't want to hear that anybody's wedding get getting married I, on, don't, on Wednesday. Don't, don't, I, don't do that now. Not everybody attends mid, uh, midweek service, or not everybody knows about week please don't service. even don't don't do wedding on wednesday don't do it on monday okay. but then thursday friday hey, hey you can't get married they're not deciding their choice before why are they listening to this <laughs> <laughs> okay. i would decide for them okay. this is just my candid advice sha i think if you want people to celebrate with you you should do something that um is a bit flexible monday is very flexible Shut up, Nats, please don't even, don't even <laughs> give me that eye <laughs> Monday is very flexible. Okay. Okay. Okay, Tuesday. Let's let me help you. Tuesday. Tuesday. So Chiobna is going to get married on a Tuesday and I will try my best. I will try my best to be there. (laughs) Because you would attend. I will attend. Why would (laughs) I attend? Okay, guys. So this is the end of the fun, 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 talk, talk, talk segment. I hope you learned a lot. Um, Everything you do, the the motive behind it really matters. Um, Don't try to impress anybody. Don't put unnecessary pressure on on yourself. Um, don't, Don't do pepper them oppression and then get into wrong relationships, wrong marriages. Or you just want the world to see, right? We've seen bad 
examples and we hope it doesn't repeat itself especially if you're listening to this so Chiavna thank you for mm-hmm. gracing the show thank you thank you my and, and for not agreeing with me on when you will marry I cannot agree now <laughs> what should I <laughs> okay guys so um, this is the Big Dot Show I am your host Cherish with a double R do not forget to follow us on our Instagram page at Big Dot underscore PR until we meet again next week oh, we're going to be playing Ameno Remix for you do enjoy peace